Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the international hit show, The Baby Names Podcast. And here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss, founder of BabyNames.com. And I'm Miranda Mendelson, partner and social media manager at BabyNames.com. And my baby. Mom, I'm almost 30. But you'll always be my baby, of course. Okay. I'm standing in for my Aunt Mallory because she unfortunately got COVID. She's okay, though, and she's recovering quickly. She'll be back for the next show. I promise. So our first segment is Interesting Names We Found Since the Last Episode, and I'm back to watching my French detective shows, and I found this name, Amandine, A-M-A-N-D-I-N-E. It's the French diminutive version of the name Amanda, meaning lovable or worthy of love. I think it's a unique alternative to the name Amanda or Amelia or all those A names that are trending right now. And Amanda is originally a feminized version of the male name Amandus, which we don't really see anymore. So that's Amandine. Well, the only French show or show about France I've watched lately is Emily in Paris, but my pick is Mabel, which is one of the main characters in the Hulu show Only Murders in the Building, which I just started. It's very old-fashioned for the age the character seems to be, which would be late 20s if we're going by Selena Gomez's real age. However, just as we've been sharing a lot on TikTok recently, older names seem to be cycling back as younger parents are honoring family members. So Mabel means lovable since it's a short form of Amabel and that Amma root means love. Just like my pick, Amandine. Yes. And Mabel was super popular in the late 19th century, early 20th, but then lost popularity as a quote-unquote old lady name Mm -hmm. until 2013 when old-fashioned names came back into style. It's currently at number 427 on the U.S. birth charts. And it's number 53 on the baby names chart. So I think Mabel will continue to rise in popularity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that leads us into the name topic of this episode, how the internet changed baby naming. Now, because I'm a data person, this is so fascinating to me. I gave this talk a couple years ago at the American Name Society conference, back when there was a thing as conferences. So let's get into it. First, we'll talk about how parents named babies before the internet, and then how parents use the internet to name babies and how it actually changed our culture and hence baby naming in general. So, Miranda Margaret, how do you think parents found names without the convenience of the web? (laughs) Well, I would assume that first they used a lot of family names. Right. 
Family names were propagated more often pre-internet. We'll talk about how our culture has changed because of the internet in a bit, but parents are now less likely to name a son after a father than in 1950 or 1960. Hmm. Where else do you think they found names? Mm, Their friends, like just sharing ideas? Yep. Their social circle. That would be friends, school, and work colleagues hearing about names word of mouth. Oh, and there were tons of baby name books, right? Yep. Baby names books, basically dictionaries of names and meanings that you could buy and peruse. One of the OG authors of baby name books was Bruce Lansky, and I think he's published 10 or 15 or 20 of them. I talked to him about his process of creating baby names books back in the day and how he got the popularity rankings. Right, because the Social Security Office didn't start publishing baby names popularity until 1996. They never did it prior to the internet. Well, if they did tabulate it, they didn't publish it. But I believe the stats were not compiled until Mike Shackelford did it for the Social Security Office in the mid-90s. So back to Bruce. He told me he compiled the popularity stats by scouring birth announcements from newspapers across the country. And that's how we used to announce babies (laughs) in the newspaper. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) And he would hand tabulate the numbers of names that he saw and decide which names were trending and rank them. Wow. Well, obviously that didn't take into account the parents who didn't publish their baby's announcement or name, though. That's true. So it would be missing underrepresented segments like those who didn't have money to do so, those Mm. where that wasn't culturally significant, or those who just didn't care about announcing it in the paper. I can see how those stats would be skewed. And now they count all names from babies that apply for social security numbers in the U.S. So it's better represented. Yes. Okay, so what about celebrities in pop culture? How influential were they on baby naming back in the day? Well, pop culture did have an effect on baby naming prior to the web. Just look at my name, Jennifer, which was trending in the early to mid-60s, but then catapulted to number one in 1970 and held until 1984 because primarily of Love Story, which was a best-selling novel and super popular movie. However, pop culture in general didn't have as much influence because it wasn't in your face 24-7 like it is now. I have never seen that movie. I'm going to have to put it on my list. (laughs) It's sad. Oh, no. Okay, maybe not. Um, I'm looking at the stats, and although Elvis was the most well-known international star in the 1950s, the highest rank Elvis as a name ever got on the U.S. charts was 312 in 1957. Yes. I wonder if that would have been higher if the internet had existed back then. Well, it all depends on what he would have tweeted, and he may have been canceled for courting a (laughs) 14-year-old. That's for sure. Okay, so compare that to post-internet, when we have the Twilight phenomenon, Game of Thrones, etc., because pop culture is constantly being barraged at us. We're more influenced by it. Okay, and the internet didn't just start in the mid-90s, right? 
Right, I'll give a short history. It began in 1969 as ARPANET for the government and education to share information. And in 1978, the first dial-up bulletin boards opened, Micronet and CompuServe, and that started online communities. In 1985, QuantumLink launched, which later became America Online, hence AOL. In 1990, ARPANET was decommissioned, and in 1995, it was opened again to the world and fully commercialized as the World Wide Web. I just made air quotes. <laughs> Hence the www at the beginning of Earl's. Well, not anymore, yep. but you used to have to put that in. <laughs> it used to be. Um, I get it. So you mentioned that our culture changed post-internet. Yes, in many, many ways. But significant to baby naming, it did two things. Number one, it exposed parents to cultures and hence names outside of their own social circle, culture, and geography. Like with communities, message boards, and social media, you're now conversing with people all over the world. Yep. And that will open up people to names from different cultures, different places, and also other people's preferences where you might not have heard of them otherwise. It also lets you put out names you're considering and get opinions from a diverse cross-section of people. And get feedback and or critique on a name that you might not have considered. Right. Okay, and then number two, the internet gave a voice, community, and power to the marginalized and underrepresented. And so how did that affect baby naming? Well, it changed our culture in that it's now more acceptable to be different and diverse. When people who were in Underrepresented and marginalized classes, those who were different, bullied, geeks, etc., found their people. They found that they were not alone. They opened up and they told their stories online. They found their power and they found compassion. People identified and related and a lot of the stigmas were lifted. Therefore, the fear of being different lessened and the desire to be yourself, authentic and unique became more socially acceptable. I get it. So parents are more likely now to choose names that are different and unique than, say, in the 50s or 60s. Yes, and the data proves it, or prove it, because we all know data is plural. <laughs> okay, so looking at the Social Security stats for the U.S., in 1950, 33% of boys were given a top 10 name, and in 2020, it was 7%. And 23% of girls were given a top 10 name in 1950, and in 2020, it was also 7%. That's crazy. And comparing the top 20 names, in 1950, 46% of boys were given a name in the top 20. That's almost half. Mm. And 34% of girls were given a top 20 name. So compare that to 2020, that's 12% of boys and about 11% of girls had a top 20 name. And that's a huge difference. So parents really are choosing more diverse names and trying to avoid names that are too popular. And also, because the marginalized have had a voice, that led to bullying awareness and bullying laws. A big concern for parents when choosing a name is if a child will get teased or picked on for it. And that's less of a concern now with bully regulation. Hmm. All right. Well, so where it was the culture to conform in 1950, now it's the norm to be unique and different. 
Right, which brings us to the next point. The most popular names, names in the top 10, are now changing more frequently. Because now parents want to avoid those names. Yes, in our name survey of over 140,000 people, 73% said they'd avoid a name if it was, quote, too common. And more importantly, because of sites like babynames.com, they have access to the popularity stats in almost real time. Mm -hmm. So if they see a name is trending, they'll avoid it. Yeah, you're right. Because when I've been doing those TikToks of the top trending names of 2022 or what will be trending coming up, a lot of the comments have been saying, well, guess I'm not using those names or back to the drawing board. Yeah, exactly. Remember when I talked about those baby name books? Well, think about it. In traditional publishing, it takes about two years or more to research a book, write it, sell it, get it edited, do revisions, and then get it on the publication schedule. So by the time those popularity lists were published in book format, they were already like two years old. Right. So if parents wanted to avoid a popular name, it would take longer for a name to cycle out. Mm. Chances are they'd have to notice there were like eight Jennifers in their daughter's <laughs> class before they said, "Uh, I wish I hadn't used that name. Jennifer M, Jennifer mm -hmm. B, Jennifer C. Yes, so, so the immediate access to trending names makes the charts turn over quicker. Yep. So I bet Google also influences baby naming. I mean, you can Google the full name of what you are thinking of calling your child and see if there are any bad associations with it, where before you'd have no idea if there was like a Dutch serial killer with the same name. <laughs> True. The immediate access to name data and associations with famous or infamous people have definitely changed the way parents choose names. And if you go to sites like howmanyofme.com, you can see how many people have your exact name. Although I kind of do that on Facebook now too. You can just put in your name and see how many people show up. I know. I think howmanyofme.com is low because it says there's only 427 people in the United States named Jennifer Moss. And I would venture to guess there are a lot more. Yeah, I think they says, sorry, hold on, pounces meowing outside my door, so I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it says there are one or fewer people named Miranda Mendelssohn, which I know is wrong, um, but I beg to differ on that. <laughs> yes. So that, my friends, is a short version of how the internet changed baby naming. We'll put all of our sources in the show notes. Stay with us, and after a short break, we'll return with the latest celebrity baby news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now it's time for 
Celebrity Baby News. <laughs> Figure skater Michelle Kwan has announced the arrival of her first child, a daughter named Kalista Bell Kwan. Kalista is a Greek name that means most beautiful one, and Bell is a French name that means beauty. She ended the birth announcement post by saying, I wish anyone trying to conceive in any which way, IVF, IUI, surrogacy, adoption, and naturally, all the success and love. You're not alone on this path, and I'm pulling for you. Although the name of the father wasn't released, it's reported to be her new partner, Yuna Kim. Mm. Supermodel Ashley Graham has announced the arrival of her twin boys, Ashley and her husband, Justin Irvin Ashley. Is his name Justin Irvin? Ashley? No, I think it's Justin mm. Irvin. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Irvin, period. Because <laughs> she's not Ashley, Ashley. <laughs> okay. Ashley and her husband, Justin Irvin, welcomed their first child, a son named Isaac Manella Giovanni Irvin, on January 18th, 2020, and his twin brothers were born just days before his second birthday. We'll let you know as soon as the baby's names are revealed. 58-year-old actor Nicholas Cage announced that he's expecting a baby with new wife Rico Shibata. The actor shares two children from previous relationships, son Kal L, who's 16, with ex-wife Alice Kim, and son Weston, who's 31 now, with ex-girlfriend Christina Fulton. Nick and Rico tied the knot last year on February 16th at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas in a very small and intimate wedding. And we talked about the name Cal-El in our Superhero Names episode. That is the original name of Superman, right? I can't believe he's still having kids at 58. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment. No judgment. Rapper Cash Doll, born Arkeisha Antoinette Knight, has welcomed her first child on January 6th with partner rapper Tracy T. They welcomed a son named Cashton Prophet Richardson. Apparently, after her stage name, literally the name Cashton would be from the village of Cash, which doesn't really make sense, but it's basically a created name from the names Cash and Ashton. Mm. Maze runner star Kaya Delario has announced the arrival of her second child with husband, fellow actor Benjamin Walker. The Pirates of the Caribbean star did not reveal any further details about her newborn. Jeannie Mai Jenkins, co-host of the talk show The Real, has announced the arrival of her newborn. It is her first child with husband rapper Jeezy, whose real name is J. Wayne Jenkins. Jeezy's easier to say than J. Wayne Jenkins. (laughs) They also have not revealed the gender or name of their baby, but that's okay. It's not a law that you have to. No, but I've actually been noticing a lot of celebrities are just uh, public personalities have been keeping a lot about their kids more private lately, right. especially with social media. Yep. Last November, skier Bodie Miller and volleyball player Morgan Miller welcomed their sixth child together, a girl who arrived on November 26th, but they have not yet chosen a name. <laughs> and Morgan mm. is asking her followers to help. The athlete shared a series of polls for her followers to vote, followed by a questionnaire on all the name options. Morgan did reveal that the middle name was already chosen, Olivia, and the family may call her Liv. Um, Bodie goes by his middle name. His first name is Samuel. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 
Sam. Uh, the couple's older children go by middle names as well. The first two names they offered up were Scarlett and Skylar. So if you want to help, you can head on over to Morgan's Instagram, Morgan E. Beck. You know, I don't believe that because we discussed this in our name changing episode and how long it takes to file a birth certificate. And it's not two months. No, no state in the U.S. gives you two months to file a name. Like they would name. make you file it? Yeah. So they're probably, they probably filed a name and then are going to change it. But that's not an easy process either of no. changing a name without a good reason. Well, you can just say you changed your mind. A lot of people will file something like Baby Girl Jones mm. and then change it because they're not sure yet. Um, and hopefully they change it because you oh, well, yeah. kid going around. So it's a lot harder girl. as an adult then, I guess, because you've already like lived right. life as somebody. Yeah, and they ask you why mm-hmm. you want to change it and make sure it's not for nefarious reasons <laughs> like avoiding the law or right, anything. Right. Okay, as you know from our Best Worst Celebrity Baby Names of 2021 episode, actor Christina Ricci welcomed her second child with partner Mark Hampton in December, a daughter named Cleopatra Ricci Hampton. I put that on my top of the celebrity baby names. But Christina has now revealed that there was some miscommunication between the parents regarding Cleo's name. Mm -hmm. They had decided on Cleo. But Mark felt she should have a formal name and suggested Cleopatra. He must be listening to our podcast. <laughs> Christina said, quote, we'll talk about it later. But Mark jumped the gun and announced it on social and all the media outlets picked it up. Ooh. They did not discuss or finalize it. What do you think? Was he the A for jumping the gun? <laughs> Discuss this in our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash baby names podcast. Well, I also feel like Cleo and Cleopatra are two very different names. So yeah, they are. <laughs> like Cleopatra obviously is a reference back to the Egyptian queen and it's very long and Like you can I don't be named know. Cleo without having that connection. So I do think right. that, that was a little bit uh jump in the gut. People don't do that to your partners. Make sure it's a consensual baby name. And now for our last segment, letters from our listeners. Here's the first one. Hi, Jennifer and Mallory, or Miranda. I feel pretty confident in saying Scarlett's rise in popularity is influenced by the popularity of it sounding similar to Charlotte and being a nature word name since it's a color. Hmm. I've heard of a baby Charlotte born this year. I feel the same about Scarlett being for Scarlett Johansson that I do about the Claudia Schiffer thing. They've been around so long, it doesn't make sense for the new interest in the name to be all of a sudden connected with them. For Claudia, I think the Babysitter's Club reboot series on Netflix and people who read the books as kids becoming parenting age is much more of an influence on the name than Schiffer. Take care and thanks for the name information, Catherine Maria F. So we had said that we didn't know why Scarlett was all of a sudden becoming popular. And I said, well, perhaps it was for Scarlett Johansson. Mallory thought it was for Scarlett O'Hara, but that's way too old a reference. And I don't think people are sitting around watching Gone with the Wind anymore. 
Yeah, and I mean, there's also, I mean, if we're staying on the Marvel track with, like, Scarlett Johansson, there's also Scarlet Witch, but I don't know, hmm. I mean, if you'd name your kid after that a character that's uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character within the Marvel Universe, and she just had the whole, you know, uh, WandaVision. Right. That was a big thing last year, but I don't know, I, I don't necessarily see that connection in terms of someone wanting to name their kid that. Right. So it could be that it just sounds like Charlotte and Charlotte got too popular. So people, I mean, that happened to the name Madison and then people went to Addison. Mm. Yeah. Something a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that brings us to our next letter. Hello, I was just listening to your Top Names of 2021 episode on the podcast and remembered this event from Halloween. There was an altercation in a parking lot which led to someone dying. The man's name was Lucifer Devil Divinitas. Tragic name and a tragic death. I don't know if that was the name his parents gave him or one he chose himself. I'm hoping it was the latter. I thought you might find the name interesting from a listener. That is uh, quite an interesting name, and I and just like the writer, I hope that that was a chosen name because if it was a parent's <laughs> given name, I would think that kind of borders on abuse. Right, I would venture to guess it was a self-inflicted name, like a street For, name. Yeah, well, it must have been his legal name because it was in all the newspaper clippings. I did look it up. Oh, and even the police released his name as Lucifer Devil Divinitas. Jeez. So that must have been on his driver's license. Yeah, like is Divinitas like an actual last name? I'm not sure. I don't think okay. so. I think that was part of his character. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I think yeah. we can Because it means like divine power, right? Right, right. Yeah. So I think he – and also I think there would have been more intervention by the state if parents were doing this to the child rather than if he did this to himself. And I'm I'm still surprised that it got through as an adult. But, I mean, if he explained to the judge, well, you know, this is how I identify and blah, right. blah, blah. And Lucifer originally was a good angel then, hmm. whatever. So, yeah, interesting. So, before we go, I have to say, Miranda is a super successful beauty influencer. And you can find her on her site, SlashedBeauty.com. And on all the socials at SlashedBeauty, S-L-A-S-H-E-D-B-E-A-U-T-Y. She went viral on TikTok for showing her foot. (laughs) That's not why. But for all things budget beauty, you can check out my YouTube channel. You're the smartest and most beautifulest, and I'm not just saying that because I'm your mama. I know. I love you. Okay, bye, guys. I love you. Bye, guys. See you next time. Bye.